on today's Everyday Heroes. Let's go. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to what is basically a class in session Meet the Mysteries of Life. Now we're going to put this under both of our playlists, so whichever one you are watching more often, you'll be able to pick this up. But there's always those questions in science that even science themselves, they don't know any way to answer. Or maybe it's just so broad of an idea, nobody's really thought, you know, why? So we're going to go over five. <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to go over five uh, that we think are more so mind conundruming, you know, type of deal. All right, class, so get out your notebooks. Let's begin. Number one, why do we sleep? So we know that everybody does it at some point. Uh, usually it's a full, you know, either it's a full eight or ten hours or a few minutes of a power nap. Sleeping is something every living creature does. We do it in bed, maybe on the couch. Cats and dogs, well, if you're our cats and dogs, they get to go in the bed as well. Well, our cat actually gets a room to herself. Um, but we all do it. We know that it serves a purpose, but we're just not sure why or how it is what it is. Some people think it's a way to consolidate everything you've learned. Others say it's a way to get rid of information that's not important. We know, as far as health-wise, sleep allows you to recharge, so that way you feel better the next day, you recuperate, all that good stuff there. But honestly, they don't have a reason as to why it happens. Um, we know from ancestors that somebody always had to at least be partially awake to make sure that they weren't attacked or eaten by something. So why is it that out of the blue, we started doing this. They say that um, women tend to hear more higher pitch noises, possibly to imitate what a baby would sound like. So that's a more of a genetic thing. Other people say that guys can do it better and they can wake up to the flash of a sound. Others really don't think it's either or. Some people just think they do it and others maybe do it better. I don't know. But science cannot tell you why we sleep. Number two, sticking with this idea, why is it that we dream? You always have the dream where maybe you went to school without pants. Maybe you're uh, having an issue with your boss or that falling dream that everybody has. Um, we don't know what it is. One thing that scientists are working on brain-wise, is to figure out how the thoughts work in what capacity. We know that during the day, we also have what could be called a daydream or just a random thought. But again, there's no necessary rhyme or reason to it. So why would we? Some people think it's to help you solve a problem. Maybe you're dealing with something at work. It helps you figure out how to fix it. Um, others say that they're just random images. Um, you know, sometimes it could be a deep psyche type of deal, but they don't know. And no doctor nor scientist nor even therapist for that matter really has one answer over another. 
what they all can agree on is that it probably has something to do with something you've done or something that you've seen, eaten, enjoyed, etc. But past having any connection to something you've probably done or dealt with, there's no answer to it. Number three, speaking of our, uh, our kitty here, she's off sleeping in the corner of the classroom right now. Every time your kitty purrs, it's cute. Well, most of the time. But why do they do it? The cat itself does not have any actual organ that produces it. Usually an animal producing a sound, such as when we produce a sound, when a parrot makes, uh, imitates a word, or when an animal roars or barks or what have you, there's usually a um, organ. Cats don't have it. They do think that it's possibly caused by the constriction dilation of the larynx, where you know sound does come out of, but that's more of a speculation than proof because scientists have not proven that fact either. Also, what makes it very confusing is we used to think cats only did it for one reason, when they were happy. Well, no, they do it when they're eating. Babies will do it when suckling off the mother. Cats will even do it when they give birth. So cats will purr for any various amount of reasons, meaning that it's not linked to any specific brain activity, good, bad, or neutral. Um, it's been found that a cat's purr falls in the frequency range for bone healing. So we, whether or not your cat is actually happy that you're petting him, he may actually be, he, he or she may actually have superpowers, meaning that they actually may be able to have the ability to heal something like a bone. Pretty interesting. But again, we know they do it but why? All right, number four. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Yes, I had to read count. On the topic of animals, how do birds know how to migrate? We all see this. We all know this geese flying south for the winter when it gets too cold. For that matter, this could be about whales going from um, north to south as well. Some will do it for super long instances, braving harsh winters just to go lay their eggs at a specific area. Others, short periods of time. I know in California, around, um, I think, March to May-ish, the swallows, I don't know if they do it as much, but the swallows in Capistrano will come and go and nest. It's an amazing thing. There's millions of swallows that come in. They nest, they do their thing, they take off a month later. Um, we know that they're able to do it and probably able to do it because their ancestors were able to. Their bodies, their feathers, their everything has changed and evolved to make it easier. But there's no proof as to what it is. Some of the reasons behind it, they know what their ancestors are. They're literally following in their ancestors' footsteps. Others say they're using the Earth's magnetic field to navigate. However, that doesn't cover exactly when they navigate through areas that doesn't have a very strong field. Some believe that birds just literally have an ingrown GPS in their brain that tells them this is when you do it, this is when you land, this is when you leave, and that's that. But there is no rhyme or reason. Now, yes, a lot of the questions we've been going over, you can probably say, well, you know, we do know why. Well, we know the basics of how it's done. But again, cats don't talk, 
Birds don't talk, at least not in a language we can understand. So science can't tell you why that pigeon, why that goose, why that eagle, for that matter, goes back and forth at a certain time of year, other than it knows something that we don't. And it just so happens that when it gets to point A or B, it's a great time to lay your eggs, grab some food, and then head back home a month or so later, depending on how long it is. Interesting, huh? Now, the last one we're going to go over is one that really nobody can tell you. It's called the placebo effect. So the placebo effect is something you use when you might be testing out a product or medication or just an idea. A lot of times they'll have two groups, one group of five or 10, another group of five or 10, given a similar looking item, whether it's a pill, whether it's a uh, program, and they're not going to tell you which one is actually which, and they're going to give you an entire, um, you know, pamphlet on what this item does. Now, for some reason, the brain will make you believe whether you're taking the fake one or the real one, using the fake one or the real one, that you're getting the product at full capacity. When in reality, one product is actually a fake of the other. So why is this a thing? Well, again, the brain is a very funky organ that we have. Um, one, of big, one of the weirdest examples is, if you know you're going in for surgery, your brain knows you're getting worked on. The body begins to get better. Now, yes, we do know that the body repairs itself. We do know that organs and stuff will do. For instance, I injured my finger the other day, and it is slowly healing back up. Is it because that I know it's going to heal? Well, me personally, no, but that's a different story. But is it healing because that's what it does? Yes. But had somebody told me every time you get a cut, it's going to automatically heal, well, at some point, your brain is just going to say, cool, that's how it works. It's not going to ask any questions. And that's kind of part of the problem with a lot of these questions, with these questions here, because they're, the, it, the placebo effect gives you that, that hope, basically. And this is kind of where, you know, common sense needs to come in, where if somebody says ABC, you go, okay, ABC, and magically it seems to work. Now, keep in mind, the questions asked, we know basics about it. So these may not be the most mysterious questions out there. However, if you ask a doctor, a scientist, a zoologist in this case, why these things happen, they're not going to give you an answer as to why. They can give you an answer to possibly how. They can give you speculative reasoning. And they can give you reasons that have to do with how the body of humans or other creatures work. But really, guys, these are questions. <laughs> excuse me. I was going to say, really, guys, <laughs> excuse me. These are, these are guys, sorry. Really, guys, these are questions that have no answer to them. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so glad we came back. We're going to have another fun day tomorrow full of new videos, new information. Let's keep the conversation going. Go move on Discord later today. Let's have a talk. If you haven't yet, join it on the link below. Uh, you can find everything on Linktree, also in the link below. Until then, guys, thanks for watching. Stay curious.